Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Are you tired of being tired? Are you ready to look for new and natural solutions to your health problems? Give us a call and set up your free 30-minute consultation to see how we can help you today. Call 281-710-3380 or visit balancedbodyfunctionalmed.com. I'd like to introduce my guest today, Dr. Julia Ward, who's an MD, and she's a champion for healthcare for busy and stressed out mums. Her own issues with hormone imbalance and chronic fatigue spurred her to complete a study of functional medicine. Thank you for joining us today, Julia. Thank you for having me. So first of all, you know, what made you decide you wanted to be a doctor? Um, I actually thought I was going to be a veterinarian. Uh, when I was growing up, I loved animals to the point where I felt like I just related to animals way better than humans. Um, but unfortunately, uh, when I was 11, my father was suddenly diagnosed with liver cancer, and he passed away within about three months of the diagnosis. And that uh, that just kind of changed my perspective. So I looked into going into human medicine. Um, so that's kind of how I got into medicine to begin with. Mm-hmm. Oh, and where did you study? So I went to University of Southern California for medical school, and I had the Navy pay for it. It was a uh, kind of a Navy scholarship thing where they would pay for my medical school because it's a private school, so it was a little expensive. Um, and then in turn, I would work for the Navy. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing my internship um, in OBGYN with the Navy, Um, at the Naval Hospital San Diego, actually. And then at that time, the Navy, once you finish your internship, you would be kind of useful to them because you get your license, and they would put you out in the field. So I got stationed with the Marines, uh, actually an artillery unit up in uh, north of San Diego. And I was with them for a year, and then I decided to apply to an anesthesia program instead of the OBGYN because during my internship of OBGYN, I realized that I don't do well with sleep deprivation, which seemed to be a lot of that residency. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went into anesthesia, and um, I was when I entered anesthesia, I was actually pregnant for the first time. Um, so I entered this residency pregnant, and I ended up resigning from it when I was six months pregnant with my second child. And I just have to say, like, I never really knew that I would be so maternal. Um, I never really babysat that much. I was never interested in other people's kids and babies growing up. But boy, when I had my own, it just like, it just maternal instinct hit me like a brick wall. And all I wanted to do was stay home and be with these babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it uh, really kind of was life changing. And I ended up resigning from that residency, which was taking up, you know, just a ton of time. It was very demanding time wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started doing primary care And that's what I did up until about six, seven years ago. 
when all now we have five kids and so um it takes a lot of time uh, there was never any one point where i felt like i could go back to do a residency program because the kids were always i mean you know they need you mm-hmm. um and when you're in a residency you're kind of surrendering your your time to somebody else um so i found functional medicine and it was primarily because i was feeling so run down at this point and i was working out i was working out to compete in bodybuilding um and i had a job but i was feeling like worn out like i would be falling asleep driving to work in the morning you know and i was sleeping at night i was just just feeling worn out and i wasn't taking any vitamins or supplements somehow i came across while well, i was looking into bioidentical hormones i'd kind of heard of them but never really learned much about them because it is not something that is taught in medical school or residency or internship, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I researched it myself and that's how I discovered functional medicine. And to me, it just like, it just made sense. I'm like, well, th- why aren't they teaching this in medical school? This makes way more sense than just the reactionary kind of traditional teaching that we get. So that's kind of how I got into it. Mm-hmm. And how long ago was that? Oh, let's see. So I've been practicing medicine for over 25 years now. I found the functional medicine thing about six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you have your own practice or do you work with someone? Yes. You no, own. I have my own practice that mm-hmm. I started a little over four years ago now. And um, it's, it's been great. I really enjoy it. And when did you first hear about LDN? I am trying, I was trying to remember, um, it might have been from a compounding pharmacist that I know who, and he's been through a lot of the same functional medicine training that I have, so I use him quite a bit, and I think he may have mentioned it first, and in fact, it was one of their, their, the pharmacy that he owns, they had a copy of the LDN book that they gave me, and that's really when I started reading it and, and looking more into it. And now I've got quite a few patients on LDN because so many people have autoimmune disorders or inflammation in general. Um, and in fact, uh, I've, throughout, you know, throughout my adult life, I've suffered from anxiety, depression, and um, I just recently read that LDN can help with that condition because it's sort of an inflammation of the brain. So I've been taking LDM myself now for the past, I want to say, four months or so. Mm-hmm. And um, so far, it's, it's been great. You know, I, I feel definitely better on the LDM than I did off of it. Well, that's good. And it's still early days, four months is... Uh... Yeah. 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 And I also combine it with uh, CBD oil, mm-hmm. um, just because there's been some research showing that the the CBD and the LDN kind of potentiate each other. They make each other better Mm -hmm. rather than just by themselves. So, so yeah, I have a ton of patients that I prescribe that to. Okay. So what would you say the conditions are of the patients that you're prescribing LDN for? So um, definitely like Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, um, I don't have that many lupus or Crohn's or ulcerative colitis, but a few. Um, you know, multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, definitely, any chronic pain, you know, celiac, psoriasis, 
scleroderma. Th- those are like kind of the main ones. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you said chronic pain there. Um, mm-hmm. Do you use the ultra low dose if some of the patients who are experiencing pain are already on um, an opioid? What What do yeah, you do? That's that's, that's difficult, um, and I. I admit I don't have a lot of patients who are chronic pain. Um, so when I start patients on it, usually they're not on an opioid. Mm-hmm. If they are on an opioid, we're trying to wean them off and, and definitely start them on a, an ultra-low dose. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about cancer? Do you have any cancer patients? Yes, I do. In fact, um, I have one patient who was just recently diagnosed with cancer, with breast cancer, and she came in just wanting to get tuned up as far as her nutrition goes. You know, we can't do anything hormonally for her because of the the nature of her cancer. But I um, did uh, talk to her about getting on LDN, and she cleared it with her oncologist, and so she just started taking that. But, yeah, there's a lot of great anti-cancer properties to that as well. Mm -hmm. So, absolutely. Okay. So what dosing regime do you use? I typically start people on a one milligram capsule and then work them up to a 4.5, usually over the course of about four weeks or so. Some people tend to be more sensitive to it than others. People do okay with that kind of building up slowly regimen. Mm-hmm. And, and we've got a, a good compounding pharmacy nearby here too that does like a three-month supply for only $78. So it's good deal. Wow, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. So do any of your patients ever report any negative side effects? I had one patient tell me that it made her really sleepy and that she couldn't get above half a milligram because it just made her groggy the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. She's the only one that's, that has said anything as far as a negative side effect. Most people are fine with it. You know, I tell people, sometimes people can experience some vivid dreams in the beginning, but those usually go away after your body gets used to it. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that some patients can't get to 4.5? Yes, once in a while, we have a patient who just, they were feeling good on like a 2.0, and then when they went above that, they started having issues of either sleep or headaches or something, and so we just back it back to the 2.0, because it's I think it's still better to be on some, even if it's not up to that, mm-hmm. you know, 4.5 dose. I mean, there are some people that report that on two milligrams, it works perfectly. They have very mm-hmm. good results. Yeah. But because they, they read on the internet that you should be aiming for 4.5. They, right. They think, I think you really have to judge how your body reacts Exactly. To it. Yes. Yeah. You can't just be a one-size-fits-all. No. Nope. You know, that's, that's why we, that's the whole basis of functional medicine is, is really to make it individualized for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because there's some people are just disappointed. You know, mm. it makes me ill every time I go higher. You know, so yeah. why don't you stay on the dose? You need to go higher. Exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, the internet's a wonderful thing. Yes. But, uh Sometimes it's too much information. It is, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what age range of, of patients do you get? So the majority of my patients are, you know, 40 plus. 
but I do have some younger patients. Um, you know, I've had as young as 12, and I have some older teens, young 20s, um, for one reason or another. Um, and I don't know what the, if there's an age cutoff, you know, if they don't recommend it for younger patients. That My 12-year-old that was in our program had a Hashimoto's, and I did want her to try the LDN, but her mom was just not convinced, mm-hmm. so that didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, LDN is used um, in fertility clinics to get um, patients pregnant, and they generally stay on the LDN all the way through pregnancy, breastfeeding. Mm. So it's super safe then because, it's, yeah. you know, if, if you could give it to pregnant women, it is, like, safer than Tylenol. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's really good, but there haven't been the trials and the studies. Um, but Dr. Phil Boyle yeah. has treated hundreds of uh, ladies with pregnancy yeah. who uh, use LDN. Right, which is unfortunate because it, it, it seems like um, to do these, you know, medical studies, like the official ones that cost thousands and millions of dollars, mm. uh, you have to go through certain committees, and I can see that, you know, pregnancy is a very tricky thing. There's very few studies that they allow to be done um, prospectively. Mm-hmm. You know, retrospective, that's fine, but the, the prospective studies using placebo, double-blind, controlled, randomized trials, it, it's a tricky thing. I mean, what comes to mind is the thalidomide? thalidomide? Is that the thalidomide, right one? Yes. 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 I mean, that was awful, wasn't it? Absolutely right. terrible. Was that back in the 70s? Mm. Yes, yeah, 60s or 70s. Mm. Yep. And that, that's really where the U.S. FDA kind of got their reputation because at the time they held off. And so the U.S. didn't have the birth defects that the, that the U.K. did. Okay. And so that's where the, the U.S. FDA got a really great reputation as being kind of this, you know, watchdog for anything that comes across. Uh, you know, it might be a little sketchy. Um, but, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Sometimes if they're too restrictive, we mm. don't get medication that is available to other people. So It always amazes me. You advertise your drugs on television. We don't do yeah. that here. Um, right, right. But it does make me laugh because you have these drugs <laughs> and it says it could cause yeah, a heart everything. attack. It could cause renal failure. Yeah. It could cause, and then yeah. at the end it says, and possibly death. And I'm thinking, yes, exactly. why would anybody, having read that, want to take this drug? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it's because we have too many lawyers in our country. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It, it just so. amazes me that anybody ever takes anything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and these drug companies must be paying for these adverts, you know. Yes, they are. Um, uh-huh. mm. uh, yeah. Yeah, you get kind of at the tail end of that commercial, this auctioneer's voice that goes through the litany of side effects or possible bad outcomes. I know. I think maybe people are just immune to it now. They're just like, yeah, they say that for everything. Mm, I don't know. Could be. (laughs) I mean, we have in our medications uh, a leaflet which gives you all the details. I wonder how many people actually read those leaflets. Mm. Yeah, probably not many. No, no. They're there 
for you to read. And then it's optional, isn't it, whether you actually read them or not? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Well, you just, you know, it's like most of you have to trust what your doctor is recommending. Exactly. Uh, because that's what they studied and you figured they have, you know, the, the answer and mm-hmm. they've looked at the options. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, have you treated anybody with mental health issues with LDM? Yes. Um, a lot of my um, anxiety, depression patients, I will suggest the LDN for them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had good results. Um, I also do some low-dose IV ketamine treatments, uh, which also helps with uh, treatment-resistant anxiety and depression. That's been really helpful. But definitely the LDN is a great, you know, another tool in my tool bag to help with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the post-traumatic stress syndrome. Um, yes. That, I know. was, <laughs> years ago, I thought, oh, that must be for veterans, you know, um, military mm-hmm. people. But, of course, it's all sorts of people can um, yeah. suffer with that, especially rape victims. Mm-hmm. Um, and it yeah. seems to really work, which is mm-hmm. good. Um, it is. Yeah. And it's... It's not one of those drugs that you would see on American television with all these horrendous side effects. Right, because it is what we call an off-label use. It's, you know, it's not approved by the FDA to treat all these symptoms, and especially not at the dosage that they're talking, which is why it has to be compounded. Um, it's not going to be available as a commercial kind of prescription. It has to come from a compounding pharmacy so that we can make it in these smaller doses and vary it you know so like you were saying some people can't take more than two point you know 2.0 milligrams Mm. other people need to get up to a 4.5 but that's where the compounding pharmacies come in and that kind of you know because our our medical system here in the U.S. is so controlled by the big pharmaceuticals and by the insurance companies and the big pharmaceuticals are not going to make billions of dollars off of something like low-dose naltrexone because it's generic and it's compounded so it, you're never going to see a commercial for low-dose naltrexone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about skin conditions? Have you any experience with that? Well, when we treat skin conditions, it's usually a, a, pro, a byproduct of the, the GI system being uh, in disarray somehow, some kind of gut dysbiosis is what we call it. You know, they either have some degree of leaky gut, maybe they have like food allergy or sensitivity or they've got, you know, straight out like irritable bowel, Crohn's, something like that. So when we heal the gut, generally the skin gets better. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. So and, the, and most people sorry. don't realize things like rheumatoid arthritis kind of start with the leaky gut. That's, you know, when, when the leaky gut starts, um, and, and I don't know if you've discussed leaky gut or not, on your show? We have. But the, yes. Okay, so you understand the, uh, the GI system is lined by a single cell layer thick of epithelial cells, and inflammation causes these gaps in between those cells so that what we swallow can go directly into the bloodstream. Um, and then the body reacts and starts forming antibodies towards those foreign particles, but eventually our body starts attacking our own cells. And so that can be the thyroid or that can be the joints. Um, resulting in these autoimmune diseases. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there is 
so much you can do to improve your health, which a lot of traditionally trained doctors haven't been taught, you know, with diet and supplements and different mm -hmm. lifestyle changes. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's a couple reasons. I mean, number one, functional medicine is not really taught in medical school residency or internship. And number two, they don't, the traditional doctor here in the U.S. operating under ins insurance systems, like a typical primary care doctor, is allotted 10 to 15 minutes to see a patient. Mm. That's really not time enough to find out what's going on and teaching them how to modify lifestyles or diet um, or even supplements. They're, they're giving, they're, you know, as, a, as an MD, you're not given any training in supplements um, during your training. It's something that you have to kind of go out um, and um, learn on your own. Mm. So when a patient first comes to see you, what, what are the steps you take to lead them onto the path of good health? So first we sit down and, and we just have a conversation about what's going on with their health, what their main concerns are, and what's, you know, what's happened in the past. And then uh, we will start with uh, comprehensive blood work. Uh, we do a much more detailed hormone panel, thyroid panel, and cardiometabolic panel than most traditional doctors do. Um, we also like to look at genetics because genetics do play a factor in what health issues you may be dealing with. And I love that test because it's just a, um, a cheek swab, so it's super easy to do. And um, we also have like a, a body composition scale here, a bioimpedance scale that measures how much fat, muscle, and water and where it's all located. So that gives us a good starting point. And then uh, we have comprehensive programs lasting, you know, either three, six, or even sometimes less uh, time frame, depending on the state of health that you come to us in. And the comprehensive program really kind of guides you through a bunch of, uh, well, first a detoxification and then some lifestyle changes, kind of like teaching you how to eat healthy, um, just different from what, you, what most people normally do, but not difficult, just different. Mm -hmm. um, we have a nutritionist that we work with, and she really personalizes the, the program for each individual patient. Um, and, um, and then we're, you know, during this time, we're also balancing hormones, balancing the thyroid, making sure that everything looks where it should be. Do you take insurance? So insurance, I tell people, is very, it, insurance is there to keep you alive. It's not there to keep you healthy. It's very reactionary. So it's going to pay for medications, for surgeries, for hospital stays, but the damage has to be done already. It's sort of like you want to redecorate your house, and so you wait for it to burn down so you can use the fire insurance. Mm. You know, it's the damage has been done. Nobody really goes about redecorating their house that way because that would be silly. So, but our insurance system is set up so that it's very reactionary. Like you have to get diabetes before they pay for diabetic medication. Well, now you you know, you're in diabetes. There's a lot of damage that has been done because of that condition just being there in the first place. So we typically can use people's insurance to run blood work, but the type of preventative programs and lifestyle modification programs that we have, insurance is not set up to pay for that. Okay.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what would you say mainly you, you tell your patients the, there must be a protocol that fits on most people, even though it's tailor-made individually. Mm-hmm. What, what yeah. would you say the, the main points are? The main points is you want to eat clean food, you know, organic if possible, um, drink clean water, breathe clean air. Those are like the main things. So we want to eat as much whole, clean, unprocessed foods as possible. Um, I tend to think that uh, gluten and dairy are very inflammatory type of foods, and they will cause leaky gut to some degree. Not, not everybody, I mean, the majority of people, they will be causing some inflammation, maybe not severe in some people, but there's always some degree. And so we, we try to steer people away from foods like that and into, you know, alternate things that they can eat and still feel satisfied and like they're not being deprived. Mm-hmm. And I must say, since I've been gluten-free, uh, I don't know how many years it was, but when I first started, most gluten-free food tasted quite horrible. <laughs> it wasn't very palatable. But as time mm-hmm. has gone on, you can get some really tasty gluten-free meals now that um, we've got some bread in England, Mm -hmm. which I've had for a few months now, and it tastes to me, it probably doesn't taste anything like the bread I used to eat, but it is Mm -hmm. really acceptable and I enjoy it. Um, That's awesome. Well, it is, isn't it? I mean, years ago, the bread that I bought, I tried so many different brands and I tried to make myself eat it and then I just threw it away (laughs) because it was horrible. Um, Yeah. But there are more more. Yeah, there's definitely far more products available now. And I think, too, if you you kind of alter your eating habits, for a a while you're going to miss the old way, but then eventually you start feeling so much better being grain-free or gluten-free or dairy-free or whatever, that you don't want to go back to the old way, you know, because you know, and, and frequently people will tell me this. They say, oh, I, I, I slipped up after a month of sticking to the program. I went and had a hamburger, and then I had a stomach ache a couple hours later that just went on and on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you, there's your answer. Yes. This is why you shouldn't go back to it. But it does make you a guest from hell, though, <laughs> when you go <laughs> to somebody's house and uh, you're very yeah. limited as to what you can eat. Yeah, yeah. I have to laugh. I've just organised a conference in the Bahamas and I ordered lunch for everybody and I said that half of the people were dairy-free, gluten-free, some of them were vegetarian, some were vegan. Yeah, yeah. And it had to be, everybody had to be accommodated for and everything had to be labelled. Yes, yes. So it arrived, and we were late breaking up, and the only thing that was gluten-free was the fresh fruit salad. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, and I said... Well, it doesn't surprise me in a place like the Bahamas, where selection is somewhat limited, because they're on an island, yeah. you know, but and they're probably not used to cooking like that. Um, in the shops, having- though, the supermarkets... I have never seen such a vast array 
of gluten-free products ever. Yeah. I mean, in England, you get like half an aisle, but they would have two aisles. And it's like, wow, I have never seen so much gluten-free food. <laughs> really, really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it depends where you are. Like in, in um, here in Texas, if you go to Austin, most restaurants have gluten-free sections if they're not totally gluten-free at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then veganism is the same thing. They just so I, I'm you know certain areas are going to be easier than others to find food that that's healthy as far as that goes. We went to we traveled somewhere I can't remember where we were going, and I was wanting a snack because we hadn't got time to stop for a meal and I went in a supermarket and I, I walked around couldn't find the gluten-free or they call it a free from here aisle mm. so I asked somebody and she said oh we we tried it um it didn't work it wasn't popular and we did away with it and uh. I thought really wow <laughs> yeah okay again, it's probably pretty regional as to where you are mm. in the country probably um, yeah, because like I said, Austin, you probably can't get away from it, but certainly in the, in the more kind of rural areas where they're used to traditional standard American diet, you're not going to find it so much. Mm-hmm. But you can't go wrong if you buy your fresh food and cook it yourself and you know what's gone in it because exactly. if you start buying anything, really anything pre-made exactly and if you look on the label there is gluten there somewhere Mm -hmm. it's very hard to find anything that uh, is gluten-free in actual fact we've run out of time Uh, it's been amazing speaking to you julia thank Uh, you so much it's been really fun and thank you for having been my guest today and we'll have to have you back another time well i appreciate it so much thank you thank you Are you tired of being tired? Are you ready to look for new and natural solutions to your health problems? Give us a call and set up your free 30-minute consultation to see how we can help you today. Call 281-710-3380 or visit balancedbodyfunctionalmed.com. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.